Hi, welcome to This Is Awesome, Who's Listening? I'm Diane Devone, and I'm here with my colleague, my friend, uh, Josh Liebling. Hi, Josh. Hi, Diane. Hi. Oh, so I know we started, (laughs) I think it was the last podcast with some deep breathing, and um, I just wanted to kind of, I'm going to, shaking a little and taking a deep breath because I had some technical issues on my end before we started today. So it was a little um, um, uh, unnerving for me, you know, just because I know it takes time to have all these technical things taken care of, but I saw that it kind of, uh, I spiraled a little in that. So I just want to name that as we begin our podcast today of, uh, of, this is awesome. Who's listening? And these are uh, conversations in the moment. And my conversation started out today with not being able to get online. <laughs> so uh, that's pretty much in the moment. <laughs> so the marriage of technology with us humans. Yeah, and I so appreciate you, Josh, because you're so patient and, (laughs) you know, you just kind of go along. Okay, try this. Okay, try that. I really appreciate that. (laughs) So how are you doing, Josh, after you helped me with all this technical stuff that took a while for us to kind of really get in the groove here of our conversations in the moment? (laughs) (laughs) Well, in those moments, it was frustrating because, you know, we were trying to get live to record, but I... I um, I know these things happen, of course, and uh, mm-hmm. I was mindful of wanting to help you, and and uh, it's not everything goes smooth smoothly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. I really appreciate it. Yeah, as I'm sure there mm-hmm. was some. Well, I say I'm sure, but I would think there might have been some frustration in you. Is is that mm-hmm. what was happening? I don't know if I feel frustrated as much as I feel like I want to understand, you know, and I think like what happens for me is I really like the spaciousness of trying to figure things out. And um, so I don't know if I drop into frustration. Uh, I think the idea that I'm supposed to be frustrated happens, but I don't know if I'm really frustrated as much as I'm curious about, okay, it's like it becomes a puzzle. Yes. Like, how do I figure it out? That's cool. It's a, it's mm. the, a, a curious, you're very curious about it and you want to figure it out. And I also wanted to name, like I was assuming that you were frustrated saying, right, right, you're frustrated, right, right. <laughs> but you weren't. <laughs> so no. it's, it could be easy to assume what, what someone else is feeling, but you can never really know until you you ask and also ask in a certain way that invites them to um, feel safe to share what they're feeling. Like I could also see since I, the way I framed it saying like, I would imagine you were frustrated. I could see it being easier for someone to say yes and just Mm -hmm. move on. But if I was to say, how were you feeling during that time? Then it's framed in a different way where someone might be more open and vulnerable to say, you know, I was just curious. It was like a game to me. Mm. Yeah, I really like that. It feels very gentle. Mm. You know, it feels, you know, as I, I like to use spacious, I, I like everything to be very spacious. 
So what you just said felt very spacious and and in and also what you said inviting it's inviting uh, the invi- it's an invitation through the question mm. you know it's an invitation I like that a lot mm. and I also got this image of the, you said it's spacious and it's like an invitation and um, that when a question is formed without judgment or without assumptions, there is this space. It's like a question in, in an open field. But when it's with judgment, there could, there's a, maybe perhaps there's clutter in there. There's all these extra things around the question, extra words, extra assumptions, extra feelings, and it, could, and it can uh, cloud things up, so to speak, or make something more foggy. It's, it's less spacious, it's more cluttered, it's uh, more like a pack rat or a hoarder, you know? Like, like <laughs> does, that, does that mean it's, it's harder to grasp at what you're feeling authentically because there isn't that space, because you feel a little claustrophobic and not as safe, and that you need that safety in order to respond without from a in order to respond authentically mm-hmm. I don't know if I just asked a question made a statement or, or did something in between but I think you, you did it you all. can respond anywhere you like <laughs> you did that was really cool because <laughs> I sat here and I actually closed my eyes as you were talking yeah I, I would close my eyes from that too because I would not know what to <laughs> I didn't mean <laughs> I didn't mean it like it wasn't an eye roll or anything like that. <laughs> it was really like I really wanted to absorb. That's why I love what you did at the end. Like, was that a question? Was that a statement? Because I really feel like it was all of it. It was really great. <laughs> I got so many. I had so many visuals going on as you were talking. The first one was I love when you speak. You know, certain ways and the way you phrase things there's like a poetry in it in the way you phrase things which should I do a plug here that you have you write poetry I forget the name of it oh I apologize your poetry <laughs> no. your once a week poetry yes sure it's it's perceptual poetry I'm on my site yes thank, thank, I know. thank you for the plug <laughs> I know this you're welcome. Is, it's beautiful. I love your poetry, thank and you. that's what I was thinking. So it's perceptual poetry. That's Josh's website. Yeah. Well, it, to go to Josh's website to to have his, to read his poetry. They're beautiful, and you always post beautiful pictures with that as well. And I think that that's what was coming to me. So I had that thought as you were speaking. I thought, oh, I love the way you're speaking right now. It feels like it's poetry. And then the next thing right behind that was a thought of my sense of myself as a kid, because my father was very, uh, uh, you know, there was almost like a, a, an aggressive, well, not almost, there was an aggressiveness about my father. And he would tell you, he would tell me something once and I had to remember it. And if I didn't, uh, you know, there were consequences. Mm. And um, so I, I, I would get nervous if I didn't get everything in at one time. So there was a visceral experience in my body that created um, a memory, as you were speaking, of how I didn't have space as a child to formulate 
what I was really thinking. And that's why I think as an adult, I like taking a lot of time and giving a lot of space to myself and others to try to see what really wants to happen. Mm. So in that way, I give myself a lot of permission <laughs> to do things. Yes, permission was through space and time. And that's right. so incredible that uh, you felt that connection to your uh, childhood and that that visceral feeling with between you and your father. And uh, mm-hmm. thank you for sharing that, Diane. Mm. And You're welcome. Yeah. And I love that you added an extra variable that the, first there was space and now there's time. Time between responses, time given to the, a person and to yourself. That time also allows you to formulate what it is you're experiencing, what it is you're feeling um, in, in, in all arenas, physically, mentally, emotionally. Right. I feel like we're coming up with an equation here, like uh, E equals MC squared. Like <laughs> we have space, we have time. <laughs> oh, what, what is that? Is there a quantum physics in that or something? <laughs> It could be. I, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. So I just, I like the, I like those words, quantum physics. Oh, it sounds so inviting. <laughs> sounds deep and inviting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. It just feels fun. <laughs> it's... Oh, it feels fun to me too. But I, I, I'm also excited, like what you were saying in the beginning, you see it as you saw, how do I get online when I'm having trouble as a puzzle? I see this as a puzzle too. Like, so there's space in their time and they help you help us to show up fully. And I wonder if there's any, what other variables we might think are important or, or variables that can affect how we respond to ourselves and how we respond to others. Hmm. I don't know. As you say that, I think, again, I felt a calming in my body. I think it's about the not putting a lot of pressure. I, I go back to judgment. I know we've talked about that. And yeah. I really think it's like the self-criticism, this self-loathing, self-judgment, uh, that we don't give ourselves a lot of um, opportunity to just really take the time and to come back into your body and feel what you're feeling in this moment uh, and then being informed by what you're feeling. Mm. Um, wow. I've, that's poetry to me too. Talk about poetry. Mm-hmm. I love that, and I I am getting like this visual of a formula like space, time, and the the body as these variables, and then they're all kind of within the umbrella or the parentheses of judgment, mm-hmm. and 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 then I feel like outside of that, there's also um, what was it? 
Oh, a, a noticing. You were also talking about noticing and taking time to notice. So it's like space, time, and body, and ha- and and the them being open and unfiltered in a way without judgment, and taking that information and noticing it, bring awareness to it. I feel like that brings to the per- to a person or it equals authenticity or, or something like authenticity. Mm. Yeah, I, I again, I want to keep saying I really like this. I like the exploration of this because it's authentic. What is our authentic self? Mm. I think, you know, what is it in the 60s? Everybody, you know, we wanted to find ourselves. You know, it was about finding yourself and who who's the me that I want to find? You know, I feel like I go into, well, who, you know, we, we were taught to, you know, through culture, religions, um, you know, our, our family structure, our family system, you're taught how to be. And then I think like what we're talking about right now, at least this is the way I interpret it, is that we're breaking down all the constructs and stopping and breathing into um, through space, time, embodiment, connection. Who am I? What's being said to me? Mm. How am I answering it? What am I feeling? Mm. Wow. And it feels uh, really cool to tease it apart like we're doing. It's like in each level that we go deeper and deeper, I feel that spaciousness as if it's leading us on a path of discovery. Then along each way, there's like a, a, um, a stop like uh, uh you know like when you're you're driving you're going on a road trip and there's a, a a stop where you can go and get snacks or get gas what's that called again um a pit stop a pit stop <laughs> a pit stop, yeah. stop. A stop. An overlook An overlook a pit stop overlook a rest place. stop what is it? yeah a rest stop maybe oh yeah. rest stop that's it gosh oh isn't that interesting a rest stop yes oh my god <laughs> Like what you're talking about. Go ahead. You, that it feels like it's a resting, a moment of resting into. It's a rest stop. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. It is. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. To go back to, I don't know if you can revisit or go back to what you were saying. You know, it's it's bringing all those parts into consciousness absolutely bring all those parts into consciousness that was kind of what i was saying with the equation with the with the noticing and and that's like another part a a big part of it and uh (laughs) i love how i forgot the word rest stop but how just questioning about what is this word it brought up more about wow rest stop because we're stopping we're resting we're noticing (laughs) right 
Yeah. So many metaphors. Really? Life is a metaphor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah wow. Yeah. I I believe that it's it I get curious about is that one of the uh answers to life or mysteries or the point of life is that all of our experiences all of the little things and all the big things help create this metaphor of experience through mm-hmm. which we're able to understand ourselves and understand the world better. Because mm. there's so many little things, and they help us understand the big things. Right. And that way they're all big. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I think it's because we're in such a fast-paced culture where everything is so hyper and overstimulating that, you know, to really stop and connect to each of these words, you know, just this exploration. I mean, just as you said, the rest stop, and then we explored it. What is it again? What does it mean? You know, and then through that, we came to this unraveling. Hmm. And I think, that we miss those parts by moving so quickly. Yeah. At the same time, when you said that, I I agree. Like, we're in a culture where everything is fast, everything is is instant, and you, you want it to be instant. But I wonder if in times before, like 100 years ago, Maybe there were other things that were fast as well, and it's all relative. Like, you, you mean that we're going to take a, 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 car- a horse's carriage from here to here? That's crazy. That's so, that's so fast. <laughs> I wonder if that took people out of the moment, you know? Like, instead of walking and, and taking that time to walk and be slow with the walking, did the, the horse's carriage, did that change interactions where people did uh you know gathering in a living room had a, a quote-unquote podcast with their friends say can you, can you believe those horse carriages there everything's happening so damn fast i can't take it we're, we're, we're uh, there's no time to talk with anyone anymore get the carriage you're at you're uh at the banquet already i can't i can't take this you know i wonder <laughs> I love that because it is it's all relative I'm sure I'm just absolutely sure that that's the way it was (laughs) I remember my grandfather talking about you know that he would walk everywhere for miles I mean he walked for miles and he actually never even learned how to drive and um, you know so I know that uh, why would I take a bus he would say (laughs) (laughs) would do that why would I take a bus in his broken English <laughs> and my mother was really the same way my mother walked everywhere you know, so but she would take buses and trains she was another one that never learned how to drive mm. so it, so that you know again it, it makes my mind wander and not and kind of land on other topics other ideas and I really think that that's the beauty of space because look at it's just a free flow right now mm-hmm. connecting connecting to memories connecting to stories connecting to different experiences and 
I really love that. I, I, I really love the movement of that. Me too. It feels like jazz. Like I think we used that metaphor before as well. Right. The jazz and improvisation. And I feel like we've touched on something interesting that how it could be relative now or 100 years ago, 200 years ago, that there's always things that are fast and things that are slow. So what could we do in our lives to um, still have that awareness and notice noticing and connection and incorporate all the variables we talked about with space, time, and body and in order to um, show up fully, have great, inter- have fulfilling relationships and interactions and conversations with people, um, you know, is it is it just also being mindful with the relativity of, of it all as well? I th- mm. I think I'm. Do it, making another statement question here, but I think you are. Yeah. But I love that, you know, and I love it because you're doing it through the space and time and in your body. Yeah, you know, you're really doing that. You're kind of sitting with the question and percolating. You know, like it's just it's really marinating, even as you're speaking. You know, and you're coming up with your own ideas about that. Yeah, that's true. I think that's that's funny because after I asked the question, I, part of me said, "Did I kind of answer it when I just kept talking?" Or you no, know? no. But that's what the space and time does. You know, I I just really I really do like it because it really gives for the fullness and it stimulates our brains. I mean, you know, there's all this neuroscience now, you know, coming out. It's everybody's doing these testing and brain testing. And, you know, and I feel like this is a part of it. Your brain, everything's firing in your brain, you know, and really it keeps you very vibrant, I think. Mm. through the the questions and the answers and the, you know, the kind of uh, pondering and, you know, hearing yourself speak and being listened to and the collaboration of our conversation, in our conversation. (laughs) Yeah. And how questions oftentimes can be answers. Just asking the question opens up the doorway to, to answers. Yes. But I guess I also mean just, they open up the doorway for an answer, but sometimes I feel like they are an answer. Like, did you ever have that where you ask a question and then you don't even need an answer? It just somehow is the answer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Well, I think as you said that, what again, what I th- thought about when I felt was that it's through the asking of the question and having the spaciousness, well, this is for me anyway, and and having the spaciousness of being able to be received in the question that sometimes creates the the answer because it's like um, you're being held in the question. Oh, I love that. You're holding the question, holding it like nurturing it like a baby. Right. And whether you're talking to another person or thinking about something in your mind, that seems like maybe that's another important variable in, in 
this formula. I'm, you know, I'm sorry. I love this formula idea. I'll, I'll hold on to it for myself at, 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 at no, least. I like. But I, the, also reception, being received, um, either receiving yourself or being received by another person or both at the same time also invites that, that authenticity and, and exploration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the other part for me just came in the safety of that because you brought it up, I think, in the beginning. When you feel safe, when you feel safe enough to drop in to these random thoughts or these random questions, I think that that creates the expansion. Absolutely. That's, that's a huge one. Right. Yeah. Well, we're going to need a, a big chalkboard for this formula. <laughs> right. <laughs> a beautiful mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or a window where we could just write on the window, like uh, Russell Crowe in A Beautiful Mind. Right. right. <laughs> I'll start looking for beautiful windows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, I just... I, I, I like the formula as well. It gives it it gives it form. The formula <laughs> gives it form. You know, that's, that's how I see it. It, it. it made it tangible. I could see it. It's visual. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And I also think about how we always say there's no right answer as well, that there mm-hmm. could be this formula and then some. you could throw it out the window, I'm sure, sometimes, and all of a sudden you have that authenticity through the magic of who you are, your soul, your spirit, and and that that could happen as well. Mm. You know, it came to me as you said that. Yeah, I absolutely, I absolutely agree. But I'm sure that there are scientists out there that will not agree with that because that's pretty. That's based in science and fact. Mm. You know, and I I believe what we're talking about is the spaciousness of intuition, the spaciousness of what might be called like time-space reality or time-space equations or, you know, this is outside the scope of what's tangible. Hmm. That's interesting. And, and to go back to what we were saying, we, we, we were talking about <laughs> formulas in Einstein and saying, was that... <laughs> quantum physics and we're you know not being sure but i with in quantum physics I, I from what i remember it is it does have that spaciousness with different realities and different possibilities and in that way it's formulas don't seem to be formulas they seem like uh guideposts or something like that mm. you know yeah yeah, I yeah, I feel like I'm not a scientist. I'm just a scientist in my own thinking, in my own mind, <laughs> yeah. in my own life exploration. You're the, so you're the sci- I, <laughs> Go ahead, what? You're the scientist, scientific expert in all things Diane. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there? It's me. If I don't do it, who will? For me. <laughs> so I, I really see that. You know, I feel like I kind of travel in my mind. And, you know, it doesn't have to be, what do they call it? Uh, uh, quantitative? I'm not sure if that's the correct word. Quantitative? Yeah. Yeah, that's where there's like uh, data points around it. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I I look at it because I've always been very spacious in my thinking, even as a child. So I I feel like that's just I've cultivated that way of thinking, and it doesn't have to be, um, uh, what's the word like uh, validated in some way. There's this inner knowing in myself, but again, it's for me as long as I believe that and think that then there's something that helps me continue growing in that. Mm. The power of belief. Right. Wow. I'm just kind of looking at the time and I'm thinking we're probably coming to the end of this. And I know for myself, I could go on indefinitely you know, <laughs> in this conversation because there's no time or space. <laughs> right. so. And I, it's funny because it, it makes me think of we talked about this off the air and how in our conversations there's also like a wave to it like we 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 build up to certain ideas and concepts and then it it, it reaches plateaus and then there there's peaks and valleys and and uh, I I love that too and just like you said it could go on forever if if you wanted if you wanted to because of that space right the space for whatever it is. It is. Right, right. Oh, but I guess we will end now. (laughs) (laughs) This conversation, this part of this conversation for today. Yes, this conversation, Mm -hmm. this episode. Yes. Oh, so thank you all for listening. I I so appreciate it. And thank you, Josh, for our being curious with me, a fellow curiosity traveler. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> fellow curiosity traveler. Yeah. Well, thank and you. It, mm, you're welcome. If you'd like to subscribe or comment on our iTunes channel or the SoundCloud, that would be much appreciated. And we're just thrilled that you're listening. And I hope you enjoy it as much as I'm enjoying this. And thank you, Josh. Thank you, Diane. Thank you to all our listeners. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yes, until then. Until then. Bye.